Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst. The trailer cooking at Billy Bones. A Paolo Yankerio. A West Ham United. More than just a podcast. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. (laughs) It is season seven, episode 20. Tonight, I have the dulcet tones of Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm talking to you, and I'm in my loft. Is that what you're going to be called, loft man now? You can call me Loft Man if you want. Lofty. Okay. Right, I'm in my, call me in my loft room. Lofty. Lofty. Like the old East Ender. <laughs> and back, back, uh, good old East Ender. Uh, it's Nigel. Where are you? And what are you doing? I'm in my shed. Trying to keep warm because it is absolutely. Yeah, it must be freezing out there. I've got heater next to me. I'm all right. It's warming up. Do do people come up to you and call you Shedman now? Is that a, your I've name? Had a, I've had a, it's it's that and other four little words, but um, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> a few people have. Does your wife call you Shedman in bed? Uh, no, she she uses other four little words. <laughs> <laughs> did you not when you built your shed, your homage to West Ham? Did you not build in heating? I've got an oil heater. That I really keep forgetting to put the timer clock on. Yeah. yeah. You need some technology. Anyway, uh, unfortunately, no, George. Um, last week, it was the trains. This week, he's not feeling very well. So we want to send our get well soon to George. Uh, hopefully, he'll be back in the new year. Uh, but tonight, we can talk about... Um, we've had a couple of games. We've done quite well, boys. Did you know that? Yeah, it's unbelievable. I had noticed. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to start with um, Arsenal. Uh, we played a game against Arsenal. Did we all go? We did. Yeah, I was here. So, good. Um, and, and you took a friend, didn't you, <laughs> Shebman? Did oh, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. So yeah. could you? So before we start, why didn't you announce the winner of the More Than Just a Podcast uh, Sit in the Gods competition was... <laughs> Paul Turner. And uh, you've got a confession to make. Have I? What's that? Yeah. It was a, 
it was a competition prize and you took some money off him. Uh, no, he offered the money, to be fair. But I've done... Did you take it, though? I, I No, I took it and used it to buy a beer <laughs> and a burger. Oh. <laughs> so it, got a, it got a round in, so... Um, Excellent. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, good evening, Paul, and... Uh, yeah, thanks for keeping. Although <laughs> I was going to say thanks for keeping Nigel company, but he disappeared in the second half. I hear. Yeah, I think I think the rarefied air up the back got to him. All that uh, altitude sickness, and he and at half time he came and snuck in the lower <laughs> yes, tier. He did. Am I allowed to say that? Well, <laughs> the club don't know now. It's too late, isn't it? So yes, he went and snuck in downstairs. I don't blame him. To be fair, so um, how, how did he find a seat? Oh, it's amazing. I don't know. I don't know. Every seat was taken, apparently. <laughs> anyway, we, we went down the uh, supports club and had a few sherbets there. Uh, they had Long Live the Bowling um, exhibition there. Did you, did you buy a picture or two, Nigel? No, I bought I bought a picture the, the other day in there. Um, it's like an art thing about a bowling ground with a postcode on it. Made by some guys who were selling them. The wood of yes. ones. Yeah. Yeah, is that the one? Yeah, the guy is doing them. He does them to order, doesn't he? Well, 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 this one he'd already done. So I just, because it had bowling ground on it, naturally I'm a sucker for that. I thought, oh, that'll look good yeah. in my shed. So, which it does. So, yeah, I bought one of them. I might have a look at that Joe's, Joe Fordham, I think his name in it, or Bonafenti, I don't know. Okay. Long live the bowling book. Yeah, he's a photographer. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he, he was there. Anyway, let's talk about the football. I'm going to start with the stats and then go to uh, John. Uh, West Ham only had 30% of possession against the Gooners, which meant that they enjoyed 70%. They had 22 shots, but only three on target. And the Hammers had six shots, none of them on target. Um, John, discuss. <laughs> uh, I thought... I thought that yeah, the percentages of the possession, sort of as as I remember it, but that all all said and done, it didn't really feel like we were going to get a good beating at any time, did we? No. Like we looked very solid, we defended very well, we had a couple of guys at home. I thought on average did a couple of nice bits in front of us, didn't he? A couple of twists and turns and had a decent game. And uh, we could have nicked it right at the end, which I thought at the time, we were sort of looking at it from where we were, we thought he might have been offside for some reason, but well, he wasn't, was he? He hit, the, he hit the crossbar. He hit the crossbar and they had one cleared off the line. So although, um, I don't know how, the, these stats are from the BBC, right? How come fake news? none of them were on target if one was cleared off the line? It's fake news, mate. Don't believe the BBC. Fake news, fake news. Um. Who was your man of the match, John? Um, I can't. I, I seem to think it was Winston Reid. I can't really remember. I didn't, was it Winston Reid had a good game? I believe so. Jack Wilshere. Jack Wilshere. Oh, sorry. He ain't joined us yet. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. He's not coming. And Outovich had a good game as well. And Outovich, yeah. I, 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 and, and Adrian. Adrian, although... You know, he made some really important saves, I thought. But I think, I think it was either him or Ogbonna. I think it was a, one of the defenders, I remember, thinking they'd done a really good game. But, yeah, I think they didn't Adrian get the sponsors, man of the match. Man of the match, yeah. he did. I think um, he did. And I think Antonio got the 
Sky man of the match. And I, yeah, I seem to think on the night, I think it was like Ogbonna or Reed. I can't remember. It seems like a long time ago. Antonio looked a bit tired again, didn't he? At the yeah, end, yeah, he did. He does. But he said to me during the game. Well, he, he, he said, he said that that chap looks jolly tired. You said to me. Did in I? The second half in a Surrey kind yes. of way. In a Surrey kind of accent. I. That's one of the things that I've sort of noticed with Moyes. He doesn't seem to take. Or make your changes as quick no. as you'd like. You know, it looked to me like it was obviously needed to come off and, and needed a change there, and he sort of left him on a little bit too long. Mm. One funny story I'm going to tell, and then I'm going to go to Nigel. When uh, Chikorito, little P, hit the bar, uh, Andy Carroll jumped up and jarred his back and injured himself. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the bench, he jumped up when he thought <laughs> Chikorito had scored, and he jarred his back, and he couldn't. The next day, he went to training, and he couldn't run sidewards, so he hasn't trained. Was he since. a crab? He's only just started training. <laughs> I am telling because he wasn't in the Stoke. You'll probably know he wasn't in the quotes. And I kept on asking people at the club, and they kept, well, uh, you know. And I thought, well, is this if there's a conspiracy? You know, is he sulking? Are they keeping him from playing so they can sell him in January? And I kept on going and go, well, right, I'm going to talk to the senior source. So we did. And the senior source said, <laughs> he jarred his back, jumping up because he thought West Ham had scored. You couldn't make it up. There you go. Nigel. Hello. What did you see from the gods? You must have had a really good, from from where you are, uh, with your mate Paul, the DJ in Metropolis, you must be able to see, a, you know, an aerial view of all the positioning play. Yes, I can. So, wh- how did we? What, what's been the difference? Why? Why is this? Did we park the bus? Yes. How? How is Moise's team being? You know, these are the same players. Why are we more so more defensive as a unit under Moise? Because he's putting every man in the box. So it crowds them out. So if they try and get a shot off, there's 10 defenders and a goalkeeper there to keep it out. We defend very deep. It's as simple as that. It, that's what it looks to me. That's what he did against Chelsea, um, which we covered. Which we nicked the win. You know, we only had one shot on target after we scored against Chelsea. And again, with Arsenal, no real attacking intent until the end. Keep it every time we lost the ball, people ran back into their position. You could see them running back, so which which you know needs must. I'm not going to criticize when you're playing a team like Arsenal or Chelsea that are going to dominate possession and can pick you apart. It's all about the points, so yeah, I'm, I'm not going to criticize Moyes for playing that way against the top teams as long as he don't keep playing that way, then yeah. I mean, it wasn't the most inspiring game, was it? I mean, we, we, any of us would have taken the point beforehand. In fact, if anyone has said, you know, out of Chelsea and Arsenal, four points out of Chelsea and Arsenal, you would take it all day long. In fact, if anyone said four points out of Man City, Chelsea and Arsenal, you'd still take it. Well, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, you would... It's just when you hit the crossbar, typical yeah. West Ham, when, when, you, when you're nil-nil um, and you hit the crossbar in the dying minutes... It's almost, just almost, you can taste it, but not quite. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's not just the four points against them. It's four points against them playing the way we'd been playing in the previous games. Yeah. That's 
that's yeah. the big turnaround. Four points against those two teams is a Brucey bonus any time. But to do it off yeah, the back right. of Watford and Everton... Yeah, after yeah. the Everton game yeah. particularly. You know, what is the turnaround that's happened from the Everton game to, to the Man City game and then onwards is, is nothing short of miraculous, in my yeah. opinion. So who was your man in the match before we move on up north? Well, I did say Jack Wilshire. I thought he had a really good game. Put himself in the shop window there. People, uh, if the West Ham people were looking. West Ham man of the match. Uh, the West Ham man in the match. I thought was Arnautovic, uh, or Arnautovic, as I like to call him. Well, do you know what? The BBC match, they still get calling both Arnautovic oh. and Arnautovic, don't they? I only said it because that Muppet Jay off of YouTube calls him Arnautovic. No, no, no. Match of the day also called him, the, the commentator called him Arnautovic during the commentary and then and then Perhaps Gary was, Lineker. He got confused with how many goals we'd scored that game. <laughs> well, good time to move on to Stoke. We played the Potters. I was going to say at the Britannia, but of course it's Bet 365, is it? Stadium? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, we took a good good 3,200 up north. Game How was um, delayed. 3,200. Really? Yeah. Oh, right, go on. And um, do you not think it was then? I thought it was 2,800. I thought they'd give us 2,400. And then we then took the extra four hundred to make it two thousand eight hundred. Whatever the max, or whatever the maximum um, was, um, everyone had to wait in the car park because <laughs> the power failed and the backup didn't work. So um, an hour's later, kick off, um, and of course, you know, let, let, let's do the stats first. West Ham. Away game, 45% possession, meaning the Stoke enjoyed 55. Uh, Stoke actually had 17 shots, zero on target. So Adrian with nothing to do. West Ham had 14 shots, seven on target. So lots for them to do. Let's start with you, uh, Nigel, this time. Um, let's start with a penalty decision. Uh, Lanzini goes down. Um, what did you make of it? Obviously, he's been charged today. We all know that. We don't know if they're going to appeal it. What did you make of the whole... Tom Daly special, season? wasn't it? It's a Tom what? Daly special. <laughs> I've got you. Yeah? Yeah. My, it's all... Was it a dive? Oh, I, it's, it's not so much a dive. And, I'll tell you what he David did. Boyd. Watch it. It's, it's touch in the area. The ball goes to the left. Lanzini moves to the right. The player made no challenge. The player hung his leg out, but he didn't put it into Lanzini. Lanzini moved into the leg and threw himself down. Now, for me, that's a dive. Take out, take your West Ham claret and blue specks off and all this, our West Ham fans. That is a dive, and that's what it was. And that's why he will get the two-game ban, and the West Ham will take it. They won't appeal it, because when you look at it, you can see Lanzini touches the ball. The ball goes to the left. Lanzini moves his body away from the ball to the right into the bloke's legs and was already going down before he hit his leg. So, therefore, yeah, it's a dive. Well, um, Graham Pohl is not a West Ham fan, I think you'd agree. 
Well, I don't know. Yep. Yeah. He knows a little bit about refereeing, I think, Nigel. You what, Mr. Free Yellow Cards? Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> All right, good point. Uh, he said, it's a bit. this is in the Daily Mail this morning, it's a bit of a dive, but not an outrageous dive deserving an FA charge. I'm sorry if that doesn't make sense, but that's how hard it is to referee players such as Manuel Lanzini. Lanzini's legs crumble as players do in the modern game. They will tell you it's to avoid injury. It's a hard that's, call for the look, referee. We know that's got. bullshit, right? We know that... Well, why would Graham Paul say well, that? Well, because he's got to say something. If he comes out and says, he's got to say something different, isn't he? It's Graham Paul. You know, that's what he does, isn't it? He's got to justify writing that column and getting paid money for it. Look at it. Take Forget that he's a West Ham player. Imagine he's a Spurs player and that that was a West Ham player that made that tackle. And you tell me you wouldn't be going, oh, look, you can see he's played the ball. It's gone away from him and he's thrown himself in. That's what happened. Well, David Moyes said, David Moyes said it could be fatigue. Oh. Today at his press conference, he said, I'm going to think about my reaction. I'm a bit surprised. The referee was 10 yards of it. Nothing blocking his vision. Clear to see the defenders goes for the ball and doesn't get it. We'll have to think about what we do. I'm the first one to say get rid of diving. The, the thing, That's the why thing I'm so about, annoyed. I don't think anybody can be definitely sure it's a dive or not. When you look at it from behind, the thing about I won't blame the ref because the ref gets one crack to look at it and he gets less than a second for it all to happen. For Moyes to come out and say it's fatigue is quite funny because what, yeah, he's 20 minutes into the game. Yeah. I mean, it was a 70-yard, he said. He's 70-yard yeah, running. But it's 20 minutes into the game. He still had another like five, 600 yards of running around to do in the game yeah. or more. So to just go, oh, it was fatigue, he fell down. People don't just fall over. You know, boxers can go 12 rounds, punch the shit out of each other and don't go down. I'm sorry, that's what happened. We've got to face facts. Cheats should never prosper, and therefore, I'm not going to go as far as saying it's cheating. Well, I don't know. No, actually, I will say he's cheating because he's tried to gain a penalty for something that he wasn't fouled. When we were kids, we were always told, stay on your feet, stay on your feet. And now, look at them. They're rolling around like pansies. Hmm. Modern day. John, dive or no dive? Uh, I, I've, I thought originally that... In real time, real speed, it was probably a penalty. Yep. So I, as and and I think it's it's such a difficult one. Now you look at it in slow motion, you see the ball goes away from him, and then you see the defender come in and his legs up, and you see him sort of bend into where the bloke's legs are coming up. But as it goes forward, the bloke ends up with his ass right in his back. Yeah. So in, but in that's all in slow motion. You see that. I think he lost the ball. The bloke was coming in and he sort of swerved to try to move away from him as such by bending away from him but leaning into him sort of thing. Yeah. Well, and I think he was trying to avoid him. <laughs> oh, sorry, did you just say try to avoid him by leaning into him? Well, he's, he's sort of like trying to bend. <laughs> but he's trying see, if you're bending up, you're still upright and you've got someone coming in from the right-hand side. If you're trying to move your hips away from him, you're going to bend your top over to him and move your hips out. And I think he was trying to get out thinking he was going to get hit he got hit eventually but I think if you see that in in normal pace full speed like the ref did from behind I think it was looked like a 
playing yeah, penalty. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. It, so when you slow it down. Speed, it is a penalty. It looks a penalty. When you see it, bang, first thing. Yeah. But then when you see it again, slowed down from behind the referee's position, so the camera that was looking down the pitch, and you see what he does with the ball, you can see Lanzini's bolt the penalty. He loses the ball. He loses yeah, the ball. but and then he buys he the penalty. But it does he? He loses the ball because he loses control of it, and then he anticipates getting whacked in the ass by the bloke coming through him. I don't. I don't. And yeah, you know, he I, thought he was going to get whacked, so he dives into the I play. Think they should yeah. have, I, I personally think but, they should appeal it. I, f- I mean, I, I agree. It looks, looks like a dive when you slow it frame by frame. It looks like a dive, but you take into consideration full speed, ball going away. If that was like an Anatovic, but. If it's like him or that, that type of player, like uh, I know, like fast, like light player, like him, like that Gabriel Jesus, uh, all them sort of players that run and are like him, like light on their feet. I just think it's a different thing. They will sort of try and get out of the way of getting smacked. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a real difficult one for them to come out and say, right, bang, definite dive, too much ban. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised because all three people have got to say yes, haven't they? There's yeah, a front yeah. man. Well, I, I think they should appeal. They've got till six o'clock tomorrow. Well, if Tuesday they night if they appeal, appeal and, it, and it gets rescinded, do they get more than two matches? Yeah, there's a chance of that. If they think it's a needless appeal, then um, then you can. So the, the problem is at the moment, if you appeal, then you'll be allowed to pay tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, and. Therefore, the the ban will be two Premier League games. If he takes the ban now, he could have been rested anyway, so he'd be banned for Arsenal tomorrow and only miss out on Newcastle. Yeah. So they might take a tactical decide not to do it because, because of that. Otherwise, yeah. you know, it, does, it does. Like I say, you, you slow it down. It looks like a dive, but I think it, mm. it looked in context of it actually in full. Well, I'm following Graham Pole. Okay, let's go back to Nigel uh, uh, after the game. Um, they sort of came back into it a little bit. They never really gave up, even after the first goal. Um, let's talk about Anatovic as well. You know, at one point, I thought he was never going to score. I mean, he did everything, but they were on his back the whole game. He played a really good game. He just couldn't finish, Nigel. Um, yeah, I've, <laughs> he had an outstanding game for me. He was obviously up for it, and it was it was good to see. And perhaps he's he's becoming a cult figure instead of something else that rhymes with cult um, in at the club because of he's now showing us why we spent £24 million on him. He was so... Perhaps Moyes has discovered that... Because he's playing him up front where we signed him as a winger. And he's showed in... What's he played up front? Three games now, the Man City game, the... Um, well, no, the Chelsea game, the Arsenal game, and uh, Stoke. He scored against Chelsea, scored against Arsenal, and it was a fraction offside. He scored against Stoke. I mean, he hit the bar twice. Their keeper pulled off a save on one. He hit the side netting on another. He was just everywhere, wasn't he, to be fair? One of the best performances individually this season by a West Ham player. So. Yeah, did he just raise his game for Stoke? He got, um, he got a lot of grief, didn't he? 
he celebrated that. I mean, I think what West Ham fans loved, I mean, the way he slid on his knees and celebrated the goal, he crossed his arms, uh, he tapped the badge. Well, yeah, Um, but look, they all do. You know, this is the thing. I don't buy into any of that tapping the badge and all that. That's to wind the fans up. I like that he give it to, you know, the Stoke fans give it to him and he give it back. Yeah, yeah. What did they expect? At the end of the day, you know, we only did the same to Paul Wintz. And, and the Jermaine Defoe, so that was going to happen. And the Lampards. Yeah. He, he came up, we get it shut down. Look what they done. We get it shut down our throats all the yeah. time, don't we? Yeah. He so. came off of a car strain. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hughes said, you fucking ungrateful fucker, yeah. as most people could yeah. see on, on the, if you can lip read. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that Sky, everybody else, sort of blurred that out with <laughs> BBC Match of the Day just showed it. Um, should he be, should he be be on an FA charge himself, what, Mark what Hughes. For? No, Mark what Hughes for, for swearing, oh. bringing the game in disrepute. Come on, <laughs> if it was a player oh. doing that, he would he would get a misconduct charge. You don't think managers? No. Should get a not for that. Charge. No. Do you know well, what's the difference? It's between a man's game. Carton Cole saying something on Twitter, right? And and well, someone that, swearing yeah, a million viewers. What Carlton Cole done on Twitter was the joke about the immigration outside the stadium, yeah, Wembley. It was a joke, yeah? Now, he shouldn't have been up on an FA charge. Just because that was wrong don't mean that we then have to go and have a go at Mark Hughes. If that was the other way round, if Paul Wintz was walking off the pitch, yeah, and Billy Bonds had called him an ungrateful fucker or whatever, we'd have all been... Cheering Billy Bonds to I Evan for doing it. <laughs> yes, yeah, but but you know what? If you this year, if you swear at a, a fourth official yeah. or you swear at referee, yeah. it is a misconduct charge. Last time I looked, Anatovich weren't a fourth official or referee. He's so not. Matter, but what's the it? difference? All right, so it's a non-story. Well, footballers swear at each other. We can see it. You know, we know that's what goes on. What's the yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the other two goals. So, so Anatovic took his goal really well. I thought that was a really good goal. And, and, and Sacco, obviously, took his goal. Um, what, what did you think of Sacco coming on? We've, we've talked about Anatovic with his one-two. Sacco, should he stay in January? It's up to him, isn't it? Realistically, that's what it seems to me. I'd, I, I would like to see him stay because I think he is a, a, a goal scorer. If you look at the game's play to goal-scored ratio, um, he, he seems to be doing really well in the last three years because he ain't played many games, but he's still got about four or five goals. I think last season, didn't he come back against Man United and scored away in a one-all draw? Yeah. So, Can I tell you a secret? Go on. You can't tell anyone right, I won't tell. Circle of trust, yeah. yeah? He's got a long-term back problem. Oh, was he? So the club want to sell him in January, but don't tell anyone else oh, this. Right. club want to sell him in January before anyone else works. He's got a back problem. Right. What a thing to say, Sean. It, um, what, it, what are you trying to do? Get well, he needs to be careful to find <laughs> goals then, doesn't he? Because after what happened to Andy yeah. Carroll with his back. But but, but hang on. Lucky he's enough, all French don't listen to this because they want to sell him with a French club because oh, right. the French don't do very good medicals, apparently. And therefore, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna try and send him to a French club. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, and yeah. therefore... <laughs> Uh, their their weak Racist. medicals will be able to um, slip one through. Slip one through. Yeah. 
But don't, that, that's completely off the record. Okay, guys. Right, we'll cut this bit out. Don't put it in now. <laughs> Get You're touching it. It's like, you see, some things you say, you really should engage the old brain, Sean, before you. No, no, no. We've run this. We've run Listen, this we know no one listens, and it's only two idiots in New Zealand <laughs> while they're minding their sheep. Well, I think people come up to you and go, well, I'm in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so there's more than that. Anyway, um, John. Uh, your view of the Stoke game. Did you watch the game, didn't you? I did watch the game, yes. Um, was 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 it one of the best performances you've seen all season? Yeah, it really really was, Sean. It was the best game ever. It was it was just so West Ham. We could have won nine nil. Oh, Come on. On average we could have won nine nil. did have a good few goes, didn't he? And he did it at the bar and he... Like, he could have scored off. five himself, right? But um, he never did, did he? Until, you know, until he got his goal. But up until then, they were pushing as well and you sort of, you were expecting they're going to score here, they're going to score here. But then as they were trying to push more, they left more space behind and we got in and yeah. three goals well deserved. I thought Hernandez yeah. looked pretty good when he came on. I thought yeah. um, Sacco looked busy up front. He had a good, his little back heel nearly controlled that and scored earlier on to that and yeah, is Hernandez a, a Moyes player though does he run enough does he does he know. fit in with a, a Moyes team though I don't know there's history there I don't know what's going on there but you know it's going to be really interesting what happens in January it really is yeah well funny enough that's a great link to our next bit which is was Operation Moyes right and was John Wrong described David Moyes as unaspiring <laughs> <laughs> Should we? Should we? Extend you, this hold on a minute. Look, hold on a minute. You just you said earlier it was about the Arsenal game that was a pretty uninspiring game. You actually used. Well, no, I'm just repeating back. Right, I was behind Operation Moyes to point out his better points. Nigel said he was the best manager West Ham's ever appointed in recent times, and you went, "I'm completely uninspired by this appointment." <laughs> no, I, I I agree with what Nigel said on paper. He's the best manager that these people, our board, have ever employed. I agree with that. But it didn't mean that he was going to be the Moisire, as he's being called now, and he's turned this around away. <laughs> but so, your, your Operation Moise wasn't your doing. Your Operation Moise was as in commanded by your paymasters. So you and everyone else joined in that operation. It's nothing to do with your opinion. You probably didn't even realise who he was, Sean. To be honest. That's not true, actually, because I did my own research. And I, well, look, I'll be honest with you. When I first heard David Moyes, I thought, Phew. but I did my yeah, research. I'm, 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 I'll tell you what it? you thought, yeah. I'll tell you what you thought. You thought, yeah. I wonder what the fans think. Would they prefer Billich or David Moyes? Oh, no, let's have a poll. Oh, yes. <laughs> and what happened with that poll? Oh, <laughs> <in a bit. laughs> Voice <laughs> by their own petard, I think. Yeah, the, the powers that be were happy with that poll. Yes. So you can't, yeah. you know, you just can't give us that as a... No, I will, honestly, when I started... Uh, honestly. I did, on operation, I did my own research, and I thought, well, actually, this guy, if, if we're getting Everton... I said this at the time, if we're getting Everton, Moyes, 
Uh, let's give this guy a chance. Did you see what he did at Sunderland, Sean? Did you did you take he, any he, notice? I said at the time, and I'll repeat it again, at Sunderland, he wasn't given his own staff. He wasn't given any money to spend. He was given a poison chalice. I think he did spend some money he there. never have taken the job. He should never have been taken the job, and he, he admits that now. So, anyway, that's let's, let's, let's water under the bridge. Yeah, water under the bridge on that. Should we? He's got a two and a half year contract with a six month break clause, as I keep on telling you. Should we fulfill his contract, John? Is he a long term option? Let's just see where we end up after the six months, Sean. Let's see. Let's see how well planned and organised this club is by these you know, wonderful board that you love so much. And let's see who they already had lined up for next season because they obviously had someone. I haven't got anyone. Oh, come on. They must have done. They knew the British no, was didn't. coming out of contract in the summer anyway. They must have organised someone to come in in, in the no, summer. No, they haven't. They no. must have done, Sean. It's a two-and-a-half-year contract with a six-month break clause. Well, let's wait and see at the end of the season where we end up. Nigel. Yes. Um, Moyes. Too early to say? Or, I mean, let's let's, let's no, please Moyes a little bit. He's, he's got them organised. Yeah, no, I thought... He's got them organised. He's got them... Surely, I'm not criticising him. He's done, a, he's done a great job in the last three, four games. He's, he's yeah. done... It's a, it's a marked improvement. You can't say there ain't. All right, let's say in four games' time, they offer him... Uh, they say, actually, we want you to stay for another two uh, years. Sign up well, now. We've got him on a two-and-a-half-year contract. We have, yeah, but either per- at the moment, either side can walk away in four months' time, five months' time. Well, you know, this is the thing I've, I thought. They give him this two-and-a-half-year contract with a six-month break. If yeah. we were to go down, the the damage would have been done early on, in a way Moyes could possibly say, like Benitez did with Newcastle, that it was out of my hands a bit and I want to stay. Would Moyes not be a good manager to have in the Championship? So imagine we went down. Would David Moyes not be a good manager to have in a championship? Yeah, I think he would. Right, so why on earth did we give him this six-month break contract? Because if we'd have gone down, we'd have been better off keeping Well, maybe he asked for it as well. well. That's that's cool. I find that hard. That was a I'm panic just saying he may have done. All I want to tell you, and I'm not beating up John, but I am. John said, why have we given him a six-month contract? The players know that. They won't play for him. He won't command any respect. And he will see it as a short-term job. Yeah, and it looked like I was completely right at the first two games, wasn't it? <laughs> well, you okay. can't. Well, Come just, on. No, look how they it started out. Him. It was ridiculous. Look how they've changed since Billage. And even even James Collins came out on video after Stoke and said, well, obviously, the manager has a massive effect. We're running now. We're Where defending did he say better. That? Was that on West Ham TV? He he no, he said it on the post match interview. On West Ham United TV. So the the press officer didn't nudge no, him. No, 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 Jimmy, no, 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 go, no, no, no. go on, Jim, your turn, son. Speak up for Moyes. Make <laughs> he sure on BBC, make sure you blame Billich because we've still not settled. Are with you him saying yet. the ginger Pele is part of oh, Operation Moyes? Mate, you know how it works. They're all told, you know, even on their Twitter accounts, they're like text. Can you tweet this out for us, lads? We need to big him up a bit. Now, I'm not going to knock Moyes or, or whatever, because you know I thought he was a, a good enough appointment for West Ham as we are. I can understand why people see it's uninspiring because it's all to do with everything. that what the, the, the ambition of the owners is not matched by the appointments of the owners. So in a way, they get the lies, everything thrown at them, so they've asked for it. But 
if you, for me, I looked at it as looked at where West Ham are as a club and what they are as a club, and I thought Moyes is actually could be a good fit for us. Hence, why I thought it'd be good enough as well if we went down to keep to get us back up. So why give him six that six month break? Mm. He's a disciplinarian because I, I've been told he won't put up with leaks. He doesn't want if if he finds out the team's gone out before ahead of time, which it has in the past, and Billich was a lack, uh, uh, relaxed about. He, he gets the right hump. He won't like X to employ then, will he? we don't like well, No, because X has been no, told and X has not been doing it until like one thirty, which is the time it gets changed about between the, time the you team. You tell us. <laughs> <laughs> we get uh, it about we get it about you two can hours cut that before. Out as well, um, so you know, I, I I think it's good. You know, he doesn't put up with people being late in the uh, for training as as Billich used to. He's not their friend. You know, he doesn't try to be their friend. And and certainly talking to the press people, I understand he's a lot. You know, he he doesn't put up. Look, he Sean, said today, Sean, look, press conference. Sean, yeah, no one's no one's standing here, sitting here, saying in their sheds and their lofts or whatever. No one's sat here saying, "Let's get rid Love of man. We've got boys. He's doing a good job. Why are you still trying to sell him to us? He's doing all right. Let's just see where he ends up. Don't keep. Let's that. get it right. Operation Moyes was all about discrediting Billich. So let, let's get this right. Ooh. That's what it was about. And that's why it was distasteful. Not because it was there to praise Moyes. But it was also a level of panic against the actual furore that came out when everyone said Moyes is coming in and everyone was like, so this is our ambition. This is our Champions League in seven years. Yeah. This is everything. All these things, like you said, came back at them. And it was like yeah. a turning point where everyone said, you know what? Don't worry about sacking the manager. Sack the board. Because this is just ridiculous. Well, that's quieting down in in of late. Let's talk about well, league position. I think it has. We'll come back to this in a minute. We're fifteenth in the league. Results went our way over the weekend. Uh, we could, together. with the wind in the right direction, we could be ninth, top ten by the third of January. As you know, we're playing after we play Arsenal tomorrow in the cup. Um, we've got Newcastle at home. We've got. Uh, who, who are in the relegation zone now. We've got um, then Bournemouth, who are, are 17th. They've dropped just one above the relegation zone. Uh, and then we've got West Brom at home, who are obviously second from bottom. So we, we've we got three very, very winnable games. Um, we could get back-to-back wins, four back-to-back wins, you know. <laughs> I know that's that's surprising, but come on. Where I'm going to ask you a little bit of prediction, right? And I know that we've got this rose-tinted sort of tint glasses at the moment. But Nigel, where can we finish based on this month? Where can we what, finish in the league or in the league after 38 games? Right, we can finish between eighth and twentieth. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> You're not convinced we're out of the woods yet, obviously. We're two points off the relegation spot if we lose to Newcastle. Yeah, and we, we are one point off 11. Yeah, so... Therefore, no, but according you, to Sean, yesterday was a plan. There was a plan in that oh, yesterday. Yeah. Everyone else lost. It, it, it was yeah, eight, it, Listen, and this is why the Premier League is the best in um, Europe or the world because any team can beat any team. So West Brom. So how many points? All right, next three games. That's next three league games. You've said you've obviously given me a complete six points on the fence. Six points out yeah. on the next three. Uh, John, where do you think we can finish this without giving us a vague eighth to twentieth? Where do you think we can we can finish this? Season? Vague, it's realistic. Uh, yeah, you know, we. I'll, I'll be I'll be surprised if we finish in the top half. To be honest with you, so. Do you think we get relegated? Uh, it's uh, there's still a possibility we could get relegated. Yeah. Really? No, I don't yeah. think After looking will. at Stoke and Swansea and people like, well, yeah, then no. why did you say 20th? Well, no, because you asked me where we can finish. No, I said, where do you think we will well, finish? Personally, Not I, where we think, can I think finish. we'll finish between 12th and 14th. Okay. All right. But if, if, we, if we have these three, if we win these three, four games that you just said we're going to win back to back, then we ain't getting relegated, are we? But let's, let's, you know, this game against Stoke, for all all you can say about the dive, that dive set us up. Yeah. That, that dive. Look, the early goal helps, yeah. That go, early goal and, and everything. Stoke's gone. Like, let me put you on the spot, right? Where, how many points are we going to earn from the next three league games? Where are we going to finish, John? Next three league games, I would, oh, I know, let's go better than, let's go seven points. And i say, yeah, I'll say about 14th, 15th. Okay. I say all nine points we're going to earn and we're going to finish 10th by the end of the season, right in the middle. We'll see. We'll see who's right. I think it's a turning point and there's enough rubbish in this division and I think we're reinforcing January, but we'll see. I, I think, might be wrong. I think January is going to be massive this season. There's so, yeah. so many teams... Like like he's saying, I was saying about everyone within whatever three points of whatever to get relegated. So many teams are going to be buying, 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 buying in the in January, trying to get ourselves out of this. Funny thing is, I don't think we're under pressure now to spend. If if he gets points against Newcastle, say we beats Newcastle and Bournemouth, I think it lessens the pressure. We know we only get rubbish in January. 
you don't get value for money, sorry, I should say. You don't get value for money. We've seen the, the type of signings we've got in January's in the past. So if we do beat Newcastle and Bournemouth, I would be saying, let's just wait and see what happens. Don't dive in too early because the need's not there now. Save your you money. You can't get... They have got... I mean, they don't get bar and people like that in January. But they... They, you know, you'd like to think that if they are going to do something, it, like we've said before, like, we'd like to say we've got it all ready yeah, to go. I'll play First your bar and I'll raise in. you, me, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked yeah. earlier whether we were interested in our... Uh, <laughs> who did you ask? I'll do all that. In, in interested in who? In the Bournemouth guy. What's his name? Arter. Arter. Yeah. I mean, You're uninspired by he is on the target list I just, among a lot. I mean, I, That's I, uninspiring to you. Well, Harry Arter to me is another Snodgrass. You know, it's yeah. it's just. Could Snodgrass come back? The Scottish connection. I'd have him back. Under yeah. Moyes, see what he can do. Was it you that said that to me, Nigel? I just said it, didn't I? No, but you said it I before. Possibly, yeah. I'd, I would have him back to see what he can do under Moyes. The chairman weren't best impressed with him. All the kids. Well, weren't. that's the only thing now. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So. Right. Anyway, we move on. This this one I put on the running order just for our friendship, man. He uh, someone did a poll. I think he might be next West Ham employee. Yeah. He said, "Poll: Win the Premier League and get relegated." Or stay guaranteed stay in the Premier League for the next ten years, John. Win the Premier League, take the relegation. I answered the same, Nigel. I I, I answered the same, and I got a bit of stick because I actually put because when you click on, you make your answer, and then it tells you what the running was, and it was something like nearly seventy percent was stay in the Premier League. I know, and I actually had a go at the seventy percent and said, you know, yeah. if you if you you know basically. A against modern-day football fans, I'll put a hashtag. If that is West Ham fans' outlook, then please don't follow me because you are lost to football if that is what you think. Yeah. And it shocks me. Well, I was was expecting it to run away with, let's win the Premier League, you know. I'd, I'd, me, personally, I'd take the League Cup and go down (laughs) for 10 years. You know, plastic fans. Oh, I don't eh? know about, I'll, I'll take the FA well, Cup. It's a, don't trophy, know about it. it's a day out. With, football's all about <laughs> trophy yeah. and glory. Just imagine the open top bus going through. Uh, Mate, you, um, say it's, you say it's a day out, but you'd be the one who got a ticket. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, this is it. I mean, this is the problem. Wouldn't we ever be able to get a ticket? Yeah. I'll let you know what it was like. Um, yeah. <laughs> Might have to use my contacts. Well, there is always that, yeah. So, no, that's, yeah, I mean, no, I would. I would take the FA Cup, even the League Cup. The football, the reason why we're football fans, this is what I say to people, why are you a football fan? Are you a football fan just to see Premier League players? Because what? No, we're football fans for the glory. Glory's about Well, yeah, but, 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 you know, there's a a lot of non-West Ham people now going in. Have you you seen the picture of the Millwall fan? Um, Listen... Who's to say that never happened at the bowling? You know, of course that happened. We uh, we used to have... He did, to be fair, he lifted up his coat like he's discreetly showing it, even though no one's there. Apparently yeah, it was the Arsenal actually. game. Well, and apparently there's a Charlton fan who's a chef no, as well. There's a chef was there talking. who went for a walkabout with a trolley and put his Charlton coat on. So right. They're told not to wear 
other no. all employees no. are told. That, yeah, that is. I'm sure. Yeah, it's a bit. I'm sure West Ham have done it other grounds as well. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's time for this. Yes, it is. Um, earlier today, uh, Nigel asked, recording around eight tonight, question for you, oh, usual, if, if Nigel was saying it, uh, if winning a trophy meant being relegated, would you still want to win a trophy or continued Premier League status your priority? Yours, use priority. Um, Are you taking the piss out of my accent? <laughs> yeah. Any times... Yeah, he is. What does that mean? Any times are good at the moment. So let us know if you're happy or anything special for Xmas you'd like from West Ham. Sergey, Sergey Noshish. I think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> I don't think it is funny enough. <laughs> well, I haven't out. got George here tonight. Uh, if by trophy you mean Champions League, then yes. Sorry, but Milk Cup is a joke in comparison to Premier League status. P.S. Pounce for <laughs> pronouncing my name differently each time. No worry, no worry, Sergey. Um, Ed, Ed Hughes says, uh, <laughs> uh, staying in the Premiership, certainly, I think it's the Premier League, uh, better football again this week, getting better and better. Uh, for Christmas, I'd like to see Moyes back in the January transfer window and in made permanent, ideally keeping Oxford too. Alex McFarlane says, or Alexandra McFarlane says, gents, another informative show last week. You cover so many topics. For me, it's what stands out about this show. Good to hear John back. Why have you been away, John? I was. I missed one, didn't I? Yeah. It will be satisfying to beat Arsenal tomorrow evening. However, I don't feel it will be a disaster to concentrate on our Premier League position. In reading tonight's evening standard, it seems we've got ever-decreasing, increasing injury list. It might be worth resting some players for the league matches to come. Another big up to David Moyes and his staff. Clearly, they have stopped the rot. I hope they can keep it going. The players look fit and have the right direction on the pitch. They're working for each other. I'm disappointed in the disciplinary committee charging Lanzini with diving. Fair enough, he went down. But the Stoke lad dad lie, um, the, the, the Stoke lad dived in and would have taken Manuel out if he hadn't jumped. We're split seconds. We're talking split seconds here. Claret and Blue, Christmas to you all. Up the hammers. Phil Walker says, any any relation to Paul? Um, I would rather stay in the top division. Who's Paul but unfortunately, Walker? I said Phil Walker. Yeah. Paul Walker is um, your mate, well, isn't he? The one that Paul Turner. <laughs> to Paul Turner, you're right. You know me and neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Um, I would rather stay in the top division, but fortunately, they're not mutually exclusive. Looking forward to going to the Emirates tomorrow. Predictions for me are Arsenal 1, West Ham 2 tomorrow night, and West Ham 2, uh, Newcastle 1 on Saturday. I don't think Lanzini's dive was particularly obvious enough for the FA to charge. After all, there was n- there was contact, even if it occurred after the dive had begun. What are your thoughts? Well, I think we've already covered them. Gary Prince says, stupid question. Any real fan would like a trophy instead of finish 17th? A uh, cup quarter-final should never be seen as distraction tomorrow night and a great chance of progression and build momentum on recent matches. Can't see why a footballer can't give 
Can't give everything on a Tuesday night and still be okay on Saturday afternoon. There should be no prioritisation. Do you I agree with that, Ned? about the stupid question bit? I agreed with yeah. him until I saw the results where he said actually more people would rather take Premier League football. So he's probably right. It is a stupid question, but then yeah. stupid people were answering it. Go on. Yeah. Nick Harvey says, continued status in the Premier League is more important in my view than winning a trophy this year. Fear that we wouldn't come back straight away and the soulless bow in the Championship wouldn't be fun at all. <laughs> Moyes looks that he may prove me wrong. Not a fan at all, but it looks like he's starting to get the team organised. He will not just be keeping clean sheets, but we can score enough against the teams around us. Time will tell. I'd like nine points from Newcastle, Bournemouth and West Brom and Spurs as my Christmas prezi. And if Lady Brady decides to concentrate on politics in the UE, yeah, I'll be even happier. Man after your own heart. Mate, if Brady goes into politics, I'm joining the Labour Party. Go on. Hey. Uh, ben uh, ben uh, Ashenfort says, what's the situation with Sacco now? Does he want to stay now Billich has gone? If Carroll is off, he must stay until the end of the season at least. Well, I think we've covered the Sacco situation, but don't tell anyone. And finally, on Facebook, Keith Reed says, Happy Christmas to all on the podcast. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Keith. Um, Twitter, a few of them, uh, just a couple, said, uh, Will Lanzini face a ban for this dive? Yes, I think he will. I actually think there was some contact, but it came after he began to go down. And Sarif the Bastard says, Christ, we could end up doing a Portsmouth. Relegation is the dangerous gamble to take. And it's never as simple as going back up again. But I'll take that. I'll there take Wigan. I'll take Portsmouth. I would take what they've done for the FA Cup. Yeah. So okay. I would. And to have right. right well, yeah. do you know what? At the moment... At the moment, uh, let's just have a little uh, podcast uh, team meeting, house meeting. Um, next Monday is Christmas. Does any of you want to record on Christmas Day? No. No. So we won't be recording next week, I don't think, realistically, will we? Well, I mean, I'm up for after know, Boxing Day. I'm off. Yeah. I'm off for the whole yeah. week, so. So, so may, maybe after Boxing Day, which the reason I ask is we're going to do predictions. Obviously, we've got Arsenal in the quarterfinals and the Cup tomorrow, Newcastle on the 23rd. I don't think we're going to recall before Bournemouth. So we'll we're, we're cover Bournemouth as well. West Brom is on the second. For giggles, let's do all four. So let's start with you, Nigel. Arsenal, Newcastle, Bournemouth, West Brom. Give us your predictions. Arsenal in the Cup will go to penalties. I wouldn't like to say... Uh, we, wow! Uh, we get on late night. Yes, and then seventy um, percent late night. Seventy-five percent. Uh, I think I said um, Newcastle. I think we win. Bournemouth. I think we lose. West Brom. I think we win. Okay, John. We like scores, by the way. So, uh, but I'll let you off since there was. Do you know, can I just point out in the last two predictions, I was, I was good as gold. I got nil nil. Arsenal. Well, then even more so. No, I predicted two one. So, prediction. Newcastle two nil. Right, so uh, we'll lose one nil. West Brom will win three nil. Okay, John. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, Arsenal, Arsenal, we will uh, we'll lose. I 
we lose, I'm throw, I think, Arsenal, we're going to lose 2-1. Newcastle, we're going to win 2-0. Bournemouth will be a draw. And West Brom, we will win 1-0. Okay. I'm going to go for uh, Arsenal in the Cup 1-0, right at the end, uh, in extra time, uh, before penalties, save us from penalties. Newcastle, I think we will win 2-0. And uh, Bournemouth away, the Cherries, I think we'll pluck their cherry and win 3-0. And finally, we're going to add to the Baggies' um, bad run and win 4-0 against the... Uh, the West Brom. Do you see what I've done there? One nil, two nil, three nil, four nil. Just so we can easily remember it. Um, good. Well done. Hip hop. Well, you're lucky, George. Oh, isn't dear, it? Is that we right? slaughtered you, isn't it? I've just thought of that. It just come. To What's me. that? Oh, What's that? Your little what, what we gonna... I like the hip. Yeah. What? Uh, what is wrong with hip hop? You were having a go at me because I said when oh. I was younger, I DJ'd an IB fair and you laughed. Oh, no, I did. It was even funnier when you told me what happened. Yeah, I laughed. <laughs> I laughed because I was there and, I, yeah. and the way you sort of said I'd DJ an IB fair was just with your hip hop. Yeah, so did you DJ yeah. Cream? Did you, did you DJ, you know, the, the top clubs? Well, no, Where did you DJ? Donald Ducks. Sid's Bar. Was it called yeah. Donald Ducks? No, it was Popeyes, Pop- wasn't it? Popeyes, you're right. It was called Popeyes. <laughs> it was called Popeyes. It was a club called Popeyes. It wasn't a club, it, it was a bar. Up. No, it was a club. It opened until like four o'clock in the morning. No, it was a bit of a club. It had a it, disco. It was t- no, it wasn't. We had the flat above. And why did they ask you to do it, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> because we were on holiday, yeah. right? And the DJ left and, and went back home. And and they asked some. And they shouted out, "Anybody in the crowd's a DJ?" No, they didn't oh, actually they didn't. say that. We got talking oh. to the 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 barmaid, which John had chatted up. And, Did you have your records? And they you? Said, no, he left all his records oh. there, which was really lucky. Why would well, you take I was all your vinyl? Like, like, if just on they... some off chance, you yeah, took all left, your vinyl he, he with you. Back, thought, oh. No, he'd gone back to England, and left his whole vinyl collection there. Do you remember that, John? Yeah, it's all pretty what much. What was the best song of the night then? Come on. Oh, God, now you're talking. This is the 80s, I think, by the I way. Think it was, I think it was heavily in in the way of Spandau Ballet and Prince going around <laughs> at the time, mate. Very yeah, much. It was, Not so I forget this we, we, we had a lot of wet um, drinking competitions, wet con- T-shirt competitions as well. Did you win that as well, yeah. Sean? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no, he was he was a he was a lot younger there, more athletic. Oh, right, yeah. And uh, I will, I'll send oh, you a thanks. picture. Of, what have you of, in a wet DJing? No, in fact, I'm going to put a picture up on the Facebook group. No, don't is... put it up on the Facebook group. <laughs> of me and John in IB uh, for DJ. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's all Hold we've up. got time for. Uh, don't forget my video. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So this is your plug, um, Shebman. Tell everyone about your video, and then we're going to do a Christmas message. So five years ago, I wrote in Overland and Sea, a piss take of David Gold being Scrooge and getting visited by three ghosts. And then in it, I put down what I thought the future of club would be like. And then Gonzo from Amish Chat had a read of it five years later and realised how prophetic I'd been. So um got together with Canning Town Len, the uh, Twitter cartoon character, 
Is he real? Of course he's real. Oh, um, okay. Does he listen to this podcast? Well, I expect so, yeah. So, fellow oh, Canon okay. San Illumini. How, how will he understand Surrey? I'll translate for him, don't worry. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Or he just listens to me. So he understands. Yeah. So he will uh, he will understand, hopefully. So it's a nine-minute yeah, video. Yeah, it's a nine-minute video. So um, just, and you'll put the link up on the Facebook group, I can group, put yeah? the link up on the Facebook group. Yeah, so it's a, it's a nine-minute video with a little funny bit at the end that Canon Sound then added that I didn't write um, with David Gold singing a song. And um, it just basically tells a Christmas carol, a West Ham United Christmas carol, to, to chill our hearts. That's very www.facebook.com slash more than just a podcast with two O's, and you will find uh, Nigel's work. Well, it's, um, yeah, it's not my work. I've just wrote it. to upset the board. Well, it's not upset the board, is it? You know, I've just, I've just dreamed. I listened to David Gold at an SAB meeting talk about basically quickly he he looked he, he was in an SAB meeting I think he lifted up the, the the blinds on the window and said I can look over at my house four four two Green Street that's the past I'm I, I can stand here now today we're in the present if you look <laughs> over there you can see the Olympic Stadium being built and that's how. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. and I remember that? turning the bloke next to me saying, "All we need is Jacob Marley to appear," and, and that <laughs> is literally where I got the idea from. Literally listening to him and saying to that bloke, "Oh, Jacob Marley's going to pop up in a minute," and um, I went home and I thought I had to write an article for Overland and Sea, and I thought, "Well, it's Christmas. Let's do a Christmas Scrooge over gold job Excellent. done." Excellent. Right before we say our Christmas message. I've been asked this by a number of people. What's happened to your bloody interviews? Your, your celebrity interviews? What's yeah, happened? They've the all dried up. They don't want to talk to me. But they don't. They well, don't they pick do. the We've given up, you lots of numbers. You just right. We're gonna next year New Year's resolution. Let's get some ex players, managers, etc. I will give, get. I, I, I'll tell you what I will get. do as well. I'm going to try a couple of fan ones. And we'll see okay. how well we can right. do the, the the famous people as well. But I'm going to try and do some fan ones, get some yep. fan stories, interviews. So okay, all right. Anyway, we're coming up to an hour. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. Hope you have a tremendous Hammers New Year too. Um, and we we'll be back hopefully. Uh, we might be back just between Christmas and New Year. Don't know. Don't hold us to it. Um, but we'll, we'll be speaking to you soon. Anything to say, John, to the listeners? Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone and a Happy New Year. And we leave the last word with Shep. I hope everyone gets what they want. <laughs> gets, gets, it. <laughs> gets it. Right. Uh, I have been Sean. Nigel Toasted. has been. And John has been. In my loft. And, and George has not been here, not so been well. get well soon. Get, yeah, get yeah. well soon, George. Come on, you irons. Sorry, irons. More than just a podcast. Bye. More. More than just a podcast.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.